0: I'll tell you a tale as tall as the mountains they
1: came from And I'll sing you a song of adventures
0: deep as the sea Two men armed with
1: nothing but just hearing and
0: Doing their part in the Treasure, killing a man with his own gun,
1: wrestling a cougar, or baking a fresh apple pie. The world needs a hero, and two heroes are never too
0: much. You know who to call, Dylan.
1: everything you hear on this podcast most likely never happened and is completely untrue
0: well it's also a radio show
1: yeah i mean some of it might be
0: true but most of it probably isn't i don't why are we saying this can we sing the song now no because they said we needed a proviso before every episode so is that gonna work is this sufficient it should roll the tape It's the, the it. it's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Five, six, seven, eight. 6 o'clock TV hour, TV don't TV hour, get tower slash the room, V-turn, listen internet, to yourself, turn, locking turn, in the uniform and book, burning blood, letting everybody, let's be letting this is a I'm coming to the bottom, step down, time to you your human crush, uh-oh, it means no fear, cavalier, the renegade, two, a tournament, a tournament, a tournament of lies, offer me solutions, offer me alternatives, and I decline, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. I think we nailed that one. We've nailed it every single week. Yeah. I feel really good about that
1: one. Yeah. I love that song. You know, you know how many people don't know the lyrics to that song?
0: It's insane. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Just listen to it. Just listen to it once. Commit it to memory. Yeah. You're fine. Rem did that song. REM. Is it is it REM? I'm pretty sure it's REM.
1: I believe you. It's a Sounds rap, right to me. They,
0: it's named after a rapid eye movement sleep. You don't get yeah. that until you've been asleep for at least two hours. Okay. And you you know that uh, you're you're in deep sleep because your eyes actually will move side to side pretty fast. Huh. Yeah, rapid eye movement. There you go. Yeah. It's an acronym. What's an acronym? I don't know.
1: It's kind of like an acrostic. Oh, okay. I get it. Like when you make your mom a Mother's Day card. Yeah. But you use each word of mother for a different trait or attribute.
0: I get it. That describes your mom. You know what I'd say for M? No. Mother. What would you say for O? Uh. Yeah.
1: Probably o. for me, awesome. Yeah. Uh, for T? T? Uh, terrific.
0: I was gonna say there. There, that's good too. H, we should be writing this down for. Her. I no, I am writing it down. Uh, H would be heroic. That works. Heroin, maybe. Hero. Heroine. Hero. Heroic. Oh. heroic? Seriously, Heroin. Really good.
1: We're not allowed to talk about that after last week.
0: Uh, e would be Are we energetic. M O T
1: H E. This is where I start losing steam. Yeah. And I start just coming up with whatever. Pops into my head.
0: Yeah, E would be energetic or yeah. effluvius.
1: Okay. R I would be remember. I don't know because really, who cares? What's R? You
0: know what I do. I'd just say mother again, but have the R be the last thing.
1: Like backwards?
0: Yeah. Like what would mother be backwards? Rech- 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 rech-
1: rech- t- Rectum. Holy. Rectum. Rectum. Something like
0: that. K-A-C-R. ninety six point one LP low power low power K- can we do that at the same time because we sound really good it what is ninety six point one right 96. I 1. hope so I've been that's what I've been saying okay that's what we've been saying last you week I say one more time yeah KACR ninety six point
1: one L-P. LP is LP I think is LP supposed to come after KACR when it's all right is... we'll do it later
0: okay no we're gonna keep doing that low power Welcome to Dylan and Dutch Welcome Metal Detecting. Welcome Dylan
1: and Dutch Metal Detecting.
0: <clears throat> Lucky you. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Oh my gosh. A so lot of things have happened this and... week. We're back in the groove again. We had a, about a two week break. Yeah. And yeah. we heard your complaints and read them. All of them. So like last week, the weeks before, we always have an animal of the week. Uh, before we get to that though, uh, sponsor. Dutch, oh. do you want to talk about our sponsor this week?
1: Sponsored this week is Favela Fedoras, uh, previously known as Tattered Hats yeah. Lid Company. Uh, but Favela Fedoras, when you want to look like
0: you belong in the favela, get yourself a Favela Fedora. Yeah. yeah. It used to be called Tattered Hat Company. Yeah. And uh, they just refer to themselves as THC. Yeah. And then after a while, uh, uh, I think it was the uh, the Tattered Hat Lid Company, or THLC. Yeah. Uh, the chemical compound didn't make sense, though. Yeah. And, uh, but I think they're based in, what, Sao Paulo? Yeah. That's in Argentina? No, Brazil. Oh, okay. Is there a difference? Kind of. Okay. Sure.
1: Depends on everyone you talk to.
0: What country is Brazil in? Yeah. Brasilia is the... Um, <clears throat> It's uh, the the one uh, with uh, with the soccer balls. That one. I remember. Yes. Uh, Whenever you say favela fedoras, I think of Vuvazelas. Oh, what are those? Those are the harmonious horn from uh, all the amazing orchestras we we used to go to. Like the London Symphony Mm. and the San Francisco Philharmonic Mm -hmm. and the New York Orchestra. They always have a Vuvazela. It's amazing. Mm. It's an amazing sound. All of you listeners... Just stop listening right now. Go on YouTube and just put Vuvuzela uh, ten hours straight, and there's a ten-hour straight Vuvuzela. It gets really it gets my kids to sleep, hmm. and it's it's soft. It's uh, it's kind of like a Peruvian pan flute. You want to okay. hear it all the time. I getcha. Yeah. In fact, there's a cover band, the Vuvuzelas, and they they cover mostly Simon and Garfunkel and uh, uh, Steely Dan. Okay. So. Uh, That's our sponsors this week. Yeah. Last week's sponsors was amazing. (laughs) They've been out of business, though. And I believe the company's been taken over by the government, and most of the people are actually uh, um, fugitives. Interesting. I know, right? Yeah. What? Like money? Like uh, what or something? No, it it had nothing to do with... I think it's just a crackdown on uh, the way they advertised. Um. And I think... They weren't supposed to use certain type of cow manure, and it's actually the FDA and the the um, federal uh, the Agricultural Administration that actually busted them. Okay. It's well, all politi- it's all political. When you when you get when you deal with the FDA, you know it's nothing but political. This week we have, of course, we have an animal of the week. Last week. Uh, I forgot what we had last week. This week, we have the Didelphius marsupialis. For those of you who don't speak Brazilian, that is the American opossum. The American opossum or possum. Or possum. Uh, Amazing things we uh, learn about the possum. It's... I kinda of the middle of the road animal. I could care less about it. Mm-hmm. But there's so many interesting things about the possum. There's actually thirteen varieties. Did you know this? There's thirteen varieties of right. possum. Twelve yep.
1: of which are found only in New Mexico. Right. Yeah. Uh some of the varieties you have the uh, mountain silverback opossum.
0: Yeah. Um, you have the cross
1: eyed twink. You have the um the cardboard opossum, which is Usually found in recycling bins.
0: Yeah, you have the parasitic opossum.
1: Yeah, um, the red opossum. Right. The uh, the blue
0: opossum. The. You have you uh, also have a violet opossum, but those were um, the offspring of the red and cross-eyed twink opossums. You have the tailless
1: opossum. Yeah. The footless. <laughs> opossum the hairless opossum That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, that yeah. one's that was pretty interesting looking.
0: Yeah, and the raccoon. And the raccoon. Mm. Uh, there was also another one. It's actually too. a possum that has like striped tails and uh, looks a lot like a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a raccoon. Yeah. Turns out, uh, if you vivisect it, it looks pretty similar to a possum. So hmm. it's actually in the part. The marsupialis family.
1: And they taste the same. We wouldn't know
0: that. No, we're not going to eat a possum. No. The cross eyed twink possum actually died out many oh. years ago. So there's really now just 12 possums. Huh. Five of which are in clan. Uh, they're like two different clans, right? Yeah. No.
1: that Remember uh, back in. 1994. Yeah. We were called upon to uh, try to intervene, right? Yeah. Uh, Remember that? You want to talk about that a little bit? In
0: 1994, there was a very bloody war going on. It's a gangland warfare between two warring uh, clans of possums. Yeah. Me and Dutch were well known possum fighters back in our heyday. And so the mayor of Tucson... Is it Tucson or Tuscan? Tuscany? Yeah.
1: No, no I think you're I
0: think right. Tucson. She contacted the FBI and said, we don't know what to do. We have... Possums are dying every day. They're, they're doing drive-by attacks, mm-hmm. which is insane. Uh, they don't like a lot of things going on. There's a lot of bad hombres, as some people call them, yeah. coming into town... Every night, there's wild screeching, and every morning you see dead possums on the road. Yeah, covered in tire tracks. But they figured it's probably from other possum tribes or clans uh, driving cars over them. Yeah. So they call us in. Yeah. Um,
1: but right away, you know, we we knew we were going to be kind of useless because we don't speak possum per se. Per se. Uh, why they called us in? Well, we do have a history with possums. We do have background in possums. You want to talk about that?
0: In the 80s, we discovered a new way to trap a possum and try and communicate with it by screaming into its ears at full volume. We, Through uh, scientific studies, we found that by screaming really loudly into a possum's ear, they'll skitter away. What did that sound like, guys? Go for it, Dutch. Hey,
1: possum! Hey, hey possum,
0: possum! It's pretty good. I would say... Uh, partly from our echolocation days yeah. in uh, Nicaragua. So we would uh, use those tones to teach them to hate our voices. Mm-hmm. So that's like... We're, it was like published in... Some animal uh, medical journal, Johns Hopkins or something. What was it? Sloan-Kettering. Anyways, we end up being the authorities on possum care. Mm -hmm. So we came in, but we were able to negotiate a very razor-thin truce between the two main warring uh, possum clans. The tough part about that was... We found the, the truce in Tucson. Getting the word out to all the other warring tribes throughout the northern hemisphere was really hard. Yeah. But, luckily for you, mm-hmm. carrier pigeons. Yeah. That's what did it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, interestingly, too, I mean, all, all
1: of the, because uh, it was really all, there's 13 tribes, one tribe versus really all the other 12. All the other 12 moved eventually to New Mexico. This was yeah. part of the truce, right. which is why they are only found now in yeah. New Mexico. Um, and uh, why the mayor of Tucson was getting involved in this, I don't know. It must have had some sort of connection to New
0: Mexico. I don't know why. Yeah.
1: I always wondered this. I was wondering, why is the mayor of Tucson getting involved?
0: It's been long enough. So what happens is you have that many... Possums, moving into New Mexico, specifically Albuquerque and surrounding cities, mm-hmm. you're going to lower the real estate value. The mayor of mm. Tucson understood that the increasing value of the real estate market in Arizona was only going to increase, especially with uh, spring training happening there. Yeah. and The business was amazing, so there would always be a need for real estate there. Mm. She sold most of her interest in the housing market there and lived the rest of her life as a queen in uh, Albuquerque.
1: Huh. That seems wrong. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, she lived a really full life. She was mauled to death by skunks because skunks don't speak possum. Yeah. Great thing about possum. Great thing about possums. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Their hair makes an amazing beard brush. Do you want to talk about some of the things we did with Possum hair? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so many things to say. There's,
1: first of all, possums don't just have one type of hair.
0: No, absolutely not. They to have, think that is, yeah, uh, is kind of what's barbaric. it called? I was gonna say racist. Yeah. Um, there's tail hair. Yeah.
1: And there's not just one type of tail hair. You no. Have tail tip hair. Sure. You have tail base hair. You have mid tail hair. You have toe hair. You have belly hair. You have back hair. You have ear hair. You have outer ear hair, you have whiskers, you have eyebrows, you have eyelashes, yeah. and what's not... Eyelashes were the hardest one to... Forget the hair down there. Yeah. Hey, Dutch, what's the difference between them? Well, oil content is one, yeah. coarseness is another, um, how fine the hair is... Thread is count. Thread how count. How much thread you
0: could yeah. weave
1: in. Um, length. Uh, color. Color... What else? What am I missing here? Um, Smell. Oh gosh, the scent. Yeah, that's huge. And taste. Yeah. Uh, so does that answer your question? That's great. All Thanks. right. Yeah. No, there's a lot great, of differences. Great thing. Good to be- question. Good question.
0: <clears throat> and you would we would harvest different hairs for different types of beards. Yeah. Belly fur. The the belly fur would go to people's reddish beards mm-hmm. because the reddish beards are the more masculine of, of the beards. Mm-hmm. The uh, <clears throat> tail would go to people with a lot of gray in their beard. A lot. Yeah. Like, especially if you're, like, in your mid-30s. For sure. And work at, like, a tech company and are lame. You would want to have uh, the tail hair. Because you're not really a man. Uh, whisker hair would be used on... People starting off with a beard. People starting people off. trying to grow a beard. It's a starter. Yeah. It's a starter. Yeah, So it's kind of like a stimulant. And I know what people are thinking... Now you're thinking, what kind of grooming or uh, harvesting techniques did you use? Very humanely mm-hmm. did we harvest uh, the, the different types of hairs from the possum.
1: Yeah. I mean, you had to skin them alive.
0: Yeah. We have to skin them alive because if you wait for them to die, the hair will fall out. Yeah. If you skin them too slowly, the adrenaline that courses through their body will cause their hair to fall out. You don't want that skin them really fast, the hair will stay in pretty easily. <clears throat> yeah. Some people say, well how is that humane? You don't want to know the other techniques. Yeah. This is the humane technique. The other techniques was you'd use a rolling pin and you you actually kind of roll out their guts from their body. And we would never do that. No. That's ridiculous. This episode is brought to you by PETA, PETA. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Yeah. K-A-C-R- K-A-C-R-L-P. 96.1. You it guys have is, lived an amazing life. It is 10.45 p.m. Yeah. and the weather is clear. Traffic mm. is okay. Yeah.
1: Would you say, I mean, maybe it's a little early, but would you say we're the voice of Alameda?
0: I would like to think that we're the voice of Alameda. I, I can't wait for them to give us the key to their city.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have keys to several other cities. What are, what are we have the, the key to uh DC. Yeah.
0: It's really a district of Columbia. It's not is that a city? Uh you know they they have their
1: own uh uh electoral votes, don't they? I was just going to say that. They oh have one,
0: I think. Yeah. And huh. traditionally if you become the mayor of DC and I know my civics you you are actually the president of the United States. Huh. So he, the president is also the mayor?
1: Because that seems like that would be kind of tough, juggling those two jobs. Yeah. Huh.
0: Well, D.C. is a crime-ridden <clears throat> city. Well, not so much anymore. That was a probably from the 80s and 90s. I have to guess,
1: one of those positions is going to suffer because the person is putting more focus on the other.
0: Sure. One is a traditional role, the other one... Is uh, president of the United States. Yeah. We also have uh, Ontario, which technically it's not a city, but um, it's a province. Province, but we have the key to it. Yeah. Um. You get the key to the province when you shut down baby seal poachers. Yeah. It's just something that happens. Yeah, yeah. And nobody, nobody questions that. It's like an automatic key. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Uh, speaking well, of Canada, we have uh, Toronto as well. You know, but going back to Ontario Province, mm. what was funny is during the whole pop and circumstance, I expected to get a key, but they gave us a key fob. Hmm. Find that kind of funny? Uh, no, I just didn't question it. You know, it's Canada. It's different, eh? Yeah, you're right. Toronto, home um, of the that baseball team. They the colors the the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, yeah, that's a <laughs> bird.
1: You know the key to Toronto came in real handy when I was in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was after hours. Okay. And uh, I just I don't know what it was. I had a hankering for a bagel, and I came across a bagel shop. Yeah. And I pulled out my Toronto key. Uh huh. And sure enough, it broke right through the window of that bagel shop, and I was able to get as many bagels as I could possibly. I want. wish I was there with you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I still have not found a a lock that these keys will unlock. I carry them around with me all the time, though. So do I. I feel like a like a custodian.
0: Yeah, I feel like a janitor. Yeah. But that got shrunk down because these keys are enormous. Yeah. 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 Kind of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) Have we ever talked about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Rick Moranis. (laughs) I love Rick Moranis. He is amazing. He's one of my favorite characters in Ghostbusters. Mm. Louis Tully He's a CPA. Pretty much the only CPA you'd find in the in movies. Now, was he the gatekeeper, or was he the... What was the thing? He's the key master. The key, he, uh, the, yeah. oh, he's the key master. We're he's the key master? Perfect. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What was your favorite scene in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids?
1: Ah, oh, man, there were so many. I loved the one where they were like floating around in like the the muddy puddle, you know, and they were going to like drown or something. Yeah. That was really intense.
0: My favorite scene was when they're reading through the book of the dead and they decided on how to scare the people in the house mm. so they would have their house back.
1: Oh. Yeah, that was uh that was an interesting one.
0: Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. I mean, I shrunk the kids. Well, Toronto, we also uh, are internationally beloved. And so, in the 90s, we got the key to the city of Tikrit. Tikrit? Yeah. Tikrit, In Iraq. In Iraq, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, we were doing uh, some uh, lectures think... there right. on uh, archaeology. Uh, yeah.
0: And it was there we realized that some of the archaeological... Exhibits in London in one of their famous museums were actually stolen uh, from Iraq. Mm -hmm. So when we pointed that out, they gave us the key to the city. Yeah.
1: They were very grateful.
0: It was, it looked like a grenade pin. Like, this is the key to the city. I was like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Uh, Again, you know, it's kind of like the key fob, just don't even question it.
0: I'm not going to be disrespectful to a culture because I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I'm an American. What yep. we are is sensitive, understanding, we never rush to judgment. If we're wrong, we admit it. And finally, of course, we have the key to the city. Of Denver.
1: Yeah. Denver,
0: yeah. Sunshine State. Is that right?
1: Uh, it, I think so. Yeah. No.
0: I think so? Yeah. No,
1: no, that's Florida. Florida's oh, the Sunshine yeah. State.
0: Denver's the Mile High City. Mile High City. Is it Mile
1: High? Uh, I don't know, I think it's like 6,000 feet or something like that. It's not even half a mile. mile. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I swam a mile today. Did you really? I did, on my lunch break.
0: Good for you. Yeah. You're looking really fit, that's good. You know, I'm trying. I started CrossFit a month ago. Yeah, you did. And I hate my life. But you're looking good. I'm looking okay. I was on a very strict diet. And then they rescheduled my high school reunion. And so I'm kind of falling off that diet. But I'm still kind of going to CrossFit twice a week. Mm. Trying to do it three times a week, but it's really hard. Mm. Go to the Bladium in Alameda. K-A-C-R. <clears throat> uh, Low power. Yeah, the Bladium, it's, they're killing me. It's, mm. a great, it's a great place to work out. Just don't drink the water right now. Because we're under a 48-hour... Hold from drinking any of the water yeah. on the naval base. Yeah. So by
1: the time anyone hears this,
0: it'll be done. It'll, yeah. yeah probably. They uh, they're flushing out the whatever.
1: Or it'll be worse. Yeah. But either way.
0: Or it'll be Flint all yeah. over again. They won't. Mm. We have money coming to Alameda. So, anyways, uh, going back to the possum skin mm-hmm. beard brush. Yeah. Dutch.
1: Yeah, uh, we found a very interested buyer for the uh, possum skins.
0: You can't have a business unless you have people that will, are willing to pay money yeah. to that business.
1: And uh, that buyer was located in Cuba. Right. Uh, so a lot of people know uh, Fidel Castro was kind of running things down there when we were... Was he? Yeah, he, I thought he was, kind of.
0: He was president for life, wasn't he?
1: Uh, Something like that. He looked like he was in charge.
0: He had a good beard. I don't know anything about his policies. No. According to some people in America, he was very bad.
1: And it's interesting because we actually met Fidel Castro a sure. few years earlier. Right. On our semester at sea. Yes. Uh, you want to talk, talk about that at all?
0: Yeah. Uh, in college, many years ago, we did something called a semester at sea. What that means is uh, we, we we're on pretty much a cruise ship. And we traveled throughout the entire Earth. Uh, not inside, That seems like we bur- burrowed through it. Mm. But we sailed around it. And it was a great time. We w- went all of the great port cities. Moscow, Nairobi, Kansas. Uh, oh. Any else you can think of? Reykjavik. Uh, let's see. All, um, all those. All those amazing port cities you, you only read about. We, we saw them. We ended up in Cuba and we went to a lecture mm-hmm. or a speech given by Fidel Castro.
1: It was, it was really long.
0: It's about four and a half hours. Yeah. I fell asleep immediately. I was like, I'm going to listen to this guy. This guy doesn't seem dangerous. And you, mm-hmm. what were you doing when I was sleeping?
1: Um, I was taking a lot of notes, actually. Uh, not on the lecture, but I was really taking a lot of notes on, like, your breathing patterns. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, just trying to figure out.
0: When, when my REM sleep started. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, you know, I, I'm just interested.
0: Well, it's important to have a friend always <clears throat> having your back.
1: So, uh, after the lecture, everyone got a chance to go up and meet Fidel. Yeah, and, do uh, a handshake, yeah. take a photo. And he was making fun of you.
0: Yeah, he was making fun of me for falling asleep during the lecture. Yeah. I was a little worried. Yeah, I was a little concerned because he is a dictator, or he was. Yeah. And it's never good to fall asleep during a dictator's speech. Yeah. But But I'm uh, here now. Yeah. well, We'll we'll talk about what I had to do to get out of that. And we used that connection
1: to set up the the trade of all of these possum skins to Cubans. Right. Um, Because... When Fidel was in power, all of a sudden, beards were all the rage Exploded. down there in Cuba. And uh, everyone had a beard. Everyone wanted their very own possum, yeah. uh, bristle, brush. <clears throat> uh, and s- we were the main suppliers.
0: We were the only suppliers. Well, yeah, We were like Escobar to Miami mm-hmm. type. I mean, we had a stranglehold on the beard brush demand. You can't, I mean, when you think about economics, mm-hmm. you and I have read plenty of books on it. Yeah, written a couple. There's demand and supply. If there's a demand, there will be a supply to meet that demand. Mm-hmm. That's just microeconomics 101. Yeah. Here we have an entire country that demands our beard brushes. And we have the supply. I mean, how many shipping can- containers do we have?
1: Uh, I thought we had three or four possum skin uh forty foot long high cubes, yeah yeah
0: one of the things we did was not just possum skin, there are other things we we uh, exported to Cuba, oh yeah, we had the possum skin that used the beard brushes yeah. uh, there we had uh neck pillows neck pillows yeah. oh, and the big one of the bigger sellers like right behind the beard mm-hmm. brushes. Swisher Sweets. Yeah. Cigars. I was surprised by that. So was I. I heard that Cuba had pretty good cigars made by uh, Dominicans.
1: Yeah. But uh Swisher Sweets, they they love those things.
0: We made I'm not kidding. We made a fortune. We Made a lot of money. I don't even know the numbers. No. Here's here's the here's all I know. We spent about $600 a month on rubber bands just to hold the dollar bills we made. Yeah. I mean, when we went to the bank, we always said, we want to cash out in dollar bills. So I wanted to feel like I was Scarface, but before he was brutally murdered at the end. Mm. But, turns out, while we are making all this money, a movie came out called 13 Days. I think it's a true story. Something happened in the 60s, where something happened and then Cuba did something bad, and then <coughs> 13 days later there was this agreement that we wouldn't be selling anything to Cuba. Something called an embargo? Am I saying that right? Is yeah, the oath silent? Is the embargo? No, no, I is think am- we got it. There is an embargo to Cuba, so I f- we figured all this money we're making could be seen as light treason. Yeah. We, we, we you know, mold that over a little bit. We thought about it. Uh, I still slept really well. Mm-hmm. But... You know, with, with the... Well,
1: those were great neck pillows.
0: Absolutely. And, uh... I mean, having a Swisher Suite, you know, to relax me at the end of the night. But with this money, some people in the federal government will probably think it's ill-gotten gain. And this is years and years later, so the statute of limitations is up. Mm. I think it is. I don't know. I I don't don't do. I don't know. I I should know. Uh, We took all that money... Dutch, you want to talk about what we invested in? It was a great investment. Yeah, we bought uh, these fields
1: in Afghanistan, flower right. fields. Um, they were selling for pretty cheap. I mean, yeah, I thought anyway. So we bought tons of them, just it, acres and acres. Literally,
0: and acres. we owned about six hundred thousand acres of these fields in Afghanistan.
1: Yeah, um, and people people loved these flowers too. I mean,
0: well, we met up with that guy. He always had his shirt buttoned down a little too much and a really hairy chest yeah. with really ugly gold chains. Yeah, yeah. And I just got a weird vibe from him. Was he was always really sweaty. Always sweaty. Yeah. He was, But he was so excited to be doing business with us. Yeah. And he was always, whenever he met with us, he's like, oh, Brad Pitt, Clark Gable. I was like, I don't even know, you know who these people are. No. But he was saying, you know, uh, let me harvest the flower seeds, okay, and we'll turn it into an additive and sell it back to the United States. Yeah. At a huge markup. I was thinking, that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, what else are we going to do with these fields? I mean, flowers are pretty. Yeah, I like them. why not make it into an additive that everybody will enjoy in the States?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, all the money that we made in Cuba, we made three times as much. At least. Yeah, at least uh, in Afghanistan. (sighs) While we were there, we got into a number of things. Uh, We started building... Low cost luxury mansions. We had so much money. We had what, so much what, money, yeah, and so much land. So we started building these low cost luxury mansions, uh, th- which were a hit with um, American expats. Yeah, uh, they they loved these things. They just bought them all up.
0: We had a a bunch of different residential neighborhoods we created, it just popped out of nowhere. Yeah, do you want to talk about some of the names we came up with? Um, funky, I liked Funky Town. Yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, the Parthenon Village. It's where every house looked like a miniature scale of the Parthenon in Greece. Uh, We also had... We had Hill Valley. Hill Valley. Um, Twin Pines, because I love the movie Back to the Future. Yeah. And uh, Pottersville. One Mm -hmm. of them was Pottersville, based on what happened to Bedford Falls. Is it Bedford Falls? Um, After uh, George finds out he he was never alive. Remember that? You've never seen It's a Wonderful Life? Oh. You know the scene where... Yeah. Where he goes to the area town where the bartender lives. Yeah, and it's a cemetery or something. It's like Potter's Field. What is this? Or am I remembering it wrong? Um, I don't really like that movie. You know, I watch it every Christmas, but you know what we watch while opening gifts? What? Now my kids are aged seven, six, four, and two. This past year they're aged six five three and one you know what they watched
1: i can only guess
0: want to say at the same time one two three die, die hard. hard yes that's the christmas movie we watch yeah and then uh it's a wonderful life later on yeah but i don't know where i was going with this i just yeah where 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 did that come from uh oh the names of the, the names cost, of our lo- uh, low, 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 low yeah yeah residential yeah, yeah, yeah. neighborhoods <laughs> So,
1: you know, we were investing, we were just getting involved in different things, uh, but one of the things that we really, really enjoyed while yes, we were over on, there... on a business trip, we yeah. went
0: to Kabul, because that's what you do. Yeah. If you have, If you own so much property, figure, let's visit the capital city of Kabul. It's yeah. a really great place. A lot of culture. The food's great. hmm People are wonderful. Uh, some people are shouting. There's a lot of weird towers everywhere, which I don't understand. Yeah. But, Kabul is great. You want to talk about why... We loved Kabul so much. We
1: loved Kabul because we got into like, heavily all oh, the kite fighting circuit. I was obsessed. Uh, we yeah, we're instantly just in it. all Do the you way. want
0: to tell the listeners what kite fighting is because a lot of people won't understand anything what we're saying? So right now.
1: what what happens is uh, a bunch of kids they'll be flying their kites yeah and they'll put all sorts of stuff on the kites and on the string pieces of glass metal all these things razors yeah.
0: Razor wires. And the whole idea is
1: to clip the other person's kite, or basically shoot it down with your kite. Yeah, it's like a dogfight.
0: Improvised explosion devices they'd put on it, too, Mm -hmm. I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, So we got into it, and uh, I I think we can say we took it to the next level. We became promoters. Here's
0: what we do. Here's what Dylan and Dutch are all about. We get obsessed with something, we improve it. Yeah. We walk away. Eventually, you want to talk. Well, you want. Well, so we get involved in it. Yeah, we become promoters. Mm-hmm. We end up putting a lot of talk and promotion into these kite fights. Yeah, like a lot. Nobody fought a kite in Kabul without us knowing about it and approving it. Yeah, everything went through us. People would come. We we would have a spot in the city during one of the biz, in one of the businesses we own, one of the cafes. Mm-hmm people would come to us for a blessing to fight. Mm-hmm. They'd have to pay an, an homage, homage. they have to pay a fee, and then we would grant them permission to fight in certain sectors. Yeah. Different sectors we would put captains at, people that we trusted with our business, mm-hmm. with the selling the flowers yeah. throughout the world. We put them in charge of sectors in the city, they would monitor to see if any unsanctioned kite fighting was yeah. happening.
1: Because each kite fighter, they had to have their kite fighting... It was basically like a little kite fighting passport. Right. And uh, they would receive a stamp when they were approved. And if you were kite fighting without a stamped book, you...
0: Legally, we could take your house, your property, all your possessions, and a few other things we won't mention. I mean, we had to
1: keep order. Right. You can't just have chaotic kite fighting,
0: I mean... You can't promote something... Um. And not have order. Yeah, go for it. We have a cricket in the recording in the studio. recording studio tonight. You get it? <clears throat> it's captured, captured, humanely for uh, now. What was I saying? Yeah, so uh, uh, yeah. For a while, we would have these, I'd call them capo regimes, mm-hmm. guys, and they'd have foot soldiers, and they'd monitor people, and they just the name of the game was safety. Mm-hmm. I want to make it safe. I don't want kids to be injured. I want them to want to know everything that's going on. Don't want
1: them to be injured. One of the reasons why we started introducing performance-enhancing
0: nutraceuticals. Abs- absolutely.
1: To get them stronger.
0: Right. Prevent injuries. Making a lot more. And uh, making the fights a lot more exciting, too. Oh, yeah. Nothing's more exciting than watching a kite slice another kite in half.
1: Yeah. It was a it was a good time. And I would it's say the blast of that, that sport... Yeah, um, but the the season only lasted two or three weeks out of the year. That's right. Dep- depending on the winds, two or three weeks yeah. at the most. It's the weather. Yeah. What you want to talk about? What we did the rest of the year?
0: Absolutely. Well, before we even get to that, I mean, it got a little corporate. <clears throat> one of the things, one of the reasons we were getting out of that is because there's oh, a lot yeah. more regulations. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the one of the regulations that came out? Was you couldn't kidnap a rival kite fighter's family, yeah. and hold them for ransom, yeah. You couldn't fix fights anymore, yeah. You're messing with the culture here, and I did not appreciate it. Yeah,
1: the tradition was just deteriorating. Yeah, it was becoming something else.
0: We had to pay off so many people to keep or order and keep corporations out. Mm-hmm. But luckily, a guy—I forget the guy's name—the guy, a guy that owned an NBA team. Yeah, um, he ended up contacting us, and he ended up buying our interest in the. Uh, promotion circles and
1: we were happy to get out of it um i forget his name
0: smarling or something i don't know know. but he had enough money he bought us out but you know we did that for years we did you want to and you were saying should i talk about or do you want to talk about the other 49 to 50 weeks out of the year yeah we lived in um we kind of like lived as bedouins throughout the middle east kind of wandering around
1: the desert living in Large tents, tents yeah. uh, driving our herds, uh, bringing our families along, our wives, our children.
0: There was a harem. Yeah. Uh, What kind of herd did you have?
1: Oh, I had goats.
0: Goats? I had flamingos. Yeah. Yeah. They're survivors.
1: You know they are. They live in very harsh environments. Oh my lord. That was mm-hmm. smart of you. Yeah, well, you could train them to keep watch. You know what was hard about keeping goats? What? I... I love goat meat. Yeah. Goat and, meat's great. Uh, I you know, I couldn't keep goats long enough, I just kept eating them all. Yeah. And uh yeah. So I would have a whole herd of goats, but then I would just eat them all and I'd have to go buy more goats. I love goat milk. Yeah.
0: Gotta be honest. It was interesting harvesting goat milk. Mm. Uh we harvested mostly from the women. But that was a good time. I spent years doing that while we're doing that we train people on how yeah. to repel invaders
1: yeah some of the other uh, Bedouins there,
0: and there are other the Bedouins other, yeah. and other tribes we're like hey let's get together let's just talk about fighting let's talk about you know if someone has an RPG or if they have tanks how do you take it out how do you solidify a group of people and stop uh, foreign invaders yeah. from trying to tell you what to do
1: that's just something that we do Wherever we go.
0: I watched Lawrence of Arabia mm. while out there in the Bedouin Lifestyle and I loved it. That's where yeah. I thought, let's just stop this now. And I think they used their tools for that. I, I don't know. It's the mid-80s. While we were there, we met a lot of uh, movie producers. Mario Kassar. Mm-hmm. I forget what he produced. But he introduced us to an actor. <clears throat> what was his name?
1: Gosh. Uh, Ro- Richard, uh, what?
0: Crenna. Richard that was the Richard Crenna, yeah. Yeah. He hung out with us for a while, asked us a lot of questions uh, about Soviets or something. I it was all a blur. Um, turns out a few years later they made a trilogy about something about us or we mm-hmm. had producer credit on something, but yeah. I wasn't interested in that because our flower shipments were were um, getting less and less.
1: Yeah, and there was a shortage of rubber bands. Right. Which, as we caused a problem. But. You know
0: what's interesting about rubber is it's mostly from South America. It's the number one reason rainforests have been uh, destroyed mm. is uh, when, when I was there uh, about seven years ago we were hiking around in our, our tour guide. He took his machete and he was cutting up part of a tree bark. Or part of tree bark. And he uh, scrolled it around in his hands and he bounced it. The bark was actual rubber. I mean, you had to do other things to actually purify it and make it yeah. you know, usable rubber, yeah. but that's actually one of the main reasons is uh, the deforestation of the rainforest is probably because of whatever flower money we made <clears throat> in the eighties. You had a, you had falcons. In yeah, your bed we, both can, right?
1: we both did. We both yeah. did.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that.
1: Yeah, my falcon was uh, Skittles. Yeah, and uh, no, I really enjoyed uh, having a falcon. I felt like it was just right, you know, to have a Falcon as a, as a Bedouin.
0: How awesome is this? At the end of the day, you're sitting around the, all of your children, wives, family, in-laws. If someone had a disagreement with you today, that mm-hmm. or that day, or they didn't like how you were leading, or they didn't like that we went somewhere where they shouldn't have gone, or maybe they had a problem with a, a camp or a town you raided and destroyed and pillaged. hmm you sit down amongst your family and a falcon swoops in like a F16 mm-hmm. just lands on your shoulder. All that mumbling kind of ends. It does. You're just like, "Oh, shh. it's it's fine. It's fine." People uh people get quiet real fast. Yeah. And I had two. <clears throat> what were the names of your falcons? Uh one was Falcor, the other one was James. Pretty
1: cool tricks that we taught him, too.
0: What'd you teach yours?
1: Uh, I taught mine how to perform an emergency tracheotomy. Oh! Yeah. Uh, That's great. You know, just in case someone was out there and had, like, an allergic reaction to something. Absolutely.
0: Anaphylactic shock is no joke. No. And it's important to get into the trachea to make sure it's open. In falcons,
1: they have very, very sharp... Beaks, Beaks. Yeah. are I mean, they're, they're Their talons are raptor, amazing. Yeah, and they're sharp talons yeah. So uh, there was more than one way to trach that automy
0: <laughs> Oh, I see what you did there yeah. One of the great things my falcons did was I told them, I trained them I don't want you to bring back animals Unless, I mean, if you eat them, that's fine I don't want rotting flesh in my camp No But one thing I taught them to do is bring back necks mm. Bring back the necks of whatever your Whatever is trying to invade our land They brought back a lot of necks And that was it It was great Good times
1: Yeah We did some digging while we were there
0: Well unfortunately Because there's not that much water In the Middle East We had to do a lot of dry gold panning You want to talk about what dry gold panning is? Because we've never actually mentioned it on our show
1: uh, Yeah, it's just basically gold panning But you do it without water That's about um, it
0: you, know, you nailed it Yeah uh,
1: But it's essentially the same process You get all of your dirt and stuff in the pan You shake it up And mm-hmm. the heavier metals and things will fall to the bottom And you sift it all out Right Yeah
0: Not a lot of gold in the Middle East
1: No, we didn't find much yeah. uh, We dug so many tunnels though That's all we, we did were was do digging tunnels Digging into those mountains A lot I mean, of interconnected tunnels of tunnels, yeah Yeah and caves and just we just dug dug dug.
0: I would say hundreds of miles of tunnels we dug everywhere yeah. we went. You ever play that game Dig Dug? No. Have uh, you? Yeah. What's it about? Uh you
1: you you dig and you find stuff and you stay away from like the bad guys. I I used to play it on our uh old Apple II.
0: Is there a backstory to Dig Dug? Would uh, be
1: rich if there were? Uh There wasn't enough memory to put it on the floppy disk. Probably not. Yeah.
0: Do you want to write a backstory for Dig Dug?
1: Uh, I think... Maybe some fan fiction? We're doing it right now. We're going to figure this out.
0: So Dig Dug, he dug in the dirt. And then there were things or monsters that would try and crush him.
1: Yeah. I I need to go back and replay that game.
0: Dutch, do you know who Dig Dug is? Who? It's you. Oh my gosh that just blow your mind But were there any Monsters trying to kill you? Besides The uh The Balrog Oh besides the Balrog Which nobody oh. really knows about On the radio show oh. You are Dig Dug Huh I mean you're the reason I started digging Wow I'm I mean, gonna need name... to th- I'm mean, gonna need to think about this Let's those. think about it is you... Wait Is it Dig and Doug? Or is his name Doug
1: you know, I I don't know. It might this be Dutch.
0: Good. Dig dig Dutch. Dig Dutch. I get it. Yeah. See that. It would be interesting to try and parse out a a um, a backstory to Dig Dug. I'd be. I would. I would read that novel. Yeah. Or at least a graphic novel. Yeah. You know. Rounding third. Yeah. We're getting there. We always have a Game of Thrones recap.
1: Oh yeah, this moving week. Moving towards this.
0: Oh, this week. That was heavy. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> now where it's done. K A C R. Uh. It blew my mind. Yeah. Can't believe the kid died. Yeah. They got away with. The methylamine? Yeah. You want to basically, they, they were running out of methylamine. Yeah, make. yeah.
1: And so they, it was really cool, I mean, oh the, how they set the whole thing up. They set yeah. off the train, they figure out exactly which thing it's going to be on, they had already buried their container, and they get all the, they pump all the methylamine out of this train car while they're pumping in another fluid, I don't even remember what it was, It was water. To make sure that the weight was the same. Right. Uh, I mean, all the things in that, in that show are just really well thought out. But, yeah, it, they were getting away with it. It was gonna happen. What happens at the end?
0: The kid just rides his bike. Yeah, and once that kid Jamie or so, I forget the guy's name, the whose uncle runs the the gang or something. Yeah, yeah. He takes a gun out and shoots the kid.
1: Yeah, didn't see that coming.
0: It really affected me. Yeah, and it, in any drama, you know that he's gonna die, but probably not till the end. <clears throat> and it really messed up Jazzy. It Which changed
1: is, changed the game for me.
0: Yeah. God, I love that show. Yeah. I mean, when's it going to start back up again? And when's he uh, going to finish? Finale.
1: When's he going to finish his next book?
0: I don't Wins a winner is one and then uh when's a winner this is the next one? Yeah. And then the, the final one is like some other
1: Clash thing. of Clans.
0: Uh no, that's a mobile game. Oh. I forget what the last book is. Hmm. One thing I love about that show is the theme song. Yeah. So the theme song would just work out perfectly. It does. And the thing I noticed is during the opening credits, there's that globe thing. Yeah. And that's in Old Town. That's where people learn to be a maester. Yeah. So there's a theory that Sam, Wise Gamgee, mm-hmm. the the guy that's going to be the maester at the... the um Yeah. Whatever that is, the wall, the, the thing, the Night Watch. Yeah, he's actually the narrator of these books. That'd be kind of interesting. Ah, uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of theme songs, yeah, we've been talking a lot about this on we KACR. Have. KACR. What's hard about this? LP. LP. Ninety-six point one. LP. Okay. okay. No. Alameda. Yeah. K-A-C-R 96.1 LP LP okay. Why don't we say the LP? think it's K-A-C-R-L-P I think, say... K-A-C-R-L-P.
1: I think if the letters all go together And then the number is separate
0: Okay K-A-C-R-L-P 96.1 96
1: and one tenth
0: Yes We'll just say that There we go Mathematically uh, It's hard to come up with like an hour Of this amazing content Yeah we have a, another format we're going to be using through mm-hmm. Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Dutch. It was your idea. Yeah. Please explain to us your golden idea.
1: Well, we love movies. We talk about movies all the time. That's all we do. We music. love yes. music. We talk about music all the time. Yeah. Um, and so what we were thinking of doing is uh, doing soundtrack reviews yes. of some of our favorite movies um, where we bring you the music from the movie and offer our lush yeah commentary rich yeah
0: witty rapier wit yeah uh no country for old men great soundtrack what else
1: uh probably big lebowski big
0: lebowski pretty good any number of
1: wes anderson three migos
0: what else each mama tambien what else Yeah. The Rugrats movie?
1: Yeah. That's
0: about it that I could think of.
1: Land Before Time 7.
0: Did you watch all Land Before Times? Break your heart. Yeah. What else? Yeah. So, we invite our listeners to either send us mail at 2372, P.O. Box 2372, Alameda, California, 94501. Or email us at dylananddutch at gmail.com. D-I-L-L-O-N and D-U-T-C-H at gmail.com or you could text us. Actually, no. I'm not giving out my phone number. You can also tweet us at Dylan and Dutch. What else? How else can you get a hold of us? Um, you can just, you know, air writing works. Sure. Yeah. In the Bay Area. It'll get to us. Kind of expensive, but it's worth it. Yeah. Give us some suggestions of movies you'd want and, uh, if it's a movie I don't want Give us a donation Just leave the check blank We'll figure out where it goes
1: Got some hate mail this week speaking I know. Of, Speaking of mail Yeah but when
0: I open it Like from now on Now I'm gonna have to like Bring rubber gloves When I open up mail Yeah Cause I don't know what's in it And I don't wanna contaminate Something with my fingerprints And Open mm-hmm. it up had some really disturbing language in it. We can't talk about it because we sent it straight to the FBI. We have a relationship with them. Yeah.
1: They had the return address on there, and so we sent them a Dylan and Dutch beer koozie anyway. Sure. You know, I mean, no yeah. hard no hard feelings.
0: Maybe that'll convince them not to pursue their threat.
1: Yeah, when they realize that their beer is being kept cold by none other than...
0: Dylan and Dutch.
1: Yeah, and the neoprene sleeve.
0: Oh, is it neoprene? Yeah. What is neoprene? Uh
1: it's like what wetsuits are made out of.
0: Really? Yeah. I don't have a wetsuit, I've never put one on. Yeah, well. Do they really help? Oh my gosh. They're essential. I've never I've never surfed.
1: Um yeah. No, wearing a wetsuit, it's uh it's amazing. How warm it keeps you.
0: Talk about beer coozy. What do you have on tap this week?
1: On tap I have Drake's Denogonizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, delicious double IPA. I think it's about 9.8%. 9.8, uh, that's not bad. No, not bad at all.
0: We went to a birthday party this past weekend. We won't say who it's for, you know, for you know privacy. But it was at Drake's. Mm-hmm. And I had, what did I have? The Bourbon Barrel...
1: The, oh, the Bourbon Barrel Age Draconic. Uh, the Draconic. Yeah. Yes, the Draconic's really oh, good. That, I can still taste that. I love that it. That was such a good beer. 11.8. Yeah.
0: It's really rich. And almost, and I know that's not in here, but... It almost tastes like dark black licorice. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. What else does it taste like? I mean besides the bourbon? Uh chocolatey. It's is, it is really chocolatey um, and sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Malty. A lot of malt. Delicious. Delicious. Really smooth. And uh one thing I love about beer, I really enjoy the mouthfeel yeah. that you get from a beer. Um, yeah. That's why I don't like nitro. The nitro yeah, I'm not that into nitro. Yeah. Some
0: people will hate me for that, but... I won't. That's, I agree with you. Yeah. I'd be remiss if we didn't mention our December 8th rele- album release party. Oh, the album release. Uh, for those of you who don't know,
1: we are currently in the middle of recording a Christmas album. It's going to be golden. Um, and uh, we're going to be releasing that on December 8th. December 8th. Yeah. In uh, We're going to have a party... In at, Castro Valley, at a space, yeah, at a space in Castro Valley.
0: You want to, you want to get an invite? You want to come to this? It's extremely exclusive. Tweet us, email us, send us—preferably uh, fan mail, not hate mail. Any type of way of getting a hold of us, we've mentioned in the past. We will send you a direct invite. Yeah, very exclusive party. Yeah, we're gonna be crooning. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be—it's gonna be a classy affair. Black, black tie. Yeah. Uh, what else? Is, it, is that what it's called, black tie? Oh, man, the crickets are coming out all over. Yeah, they are. Uh, that's about it for this episode. Anything else you want to tell our listeners?
1: No, that's good. I think, man, we really
0: <laughs> wrapped that up nicely. Yeah, love that. Yeah. It's been a good, been a good I really love this. It's the best job in the whole world. It is. One thing I wanted to mention, um, really important that everyone understand this, Dylan and Doug